Welcome to the Redefine Your Career Journey podcast, where we help career-minded professionals like you become the CEO of your career. I'm Laura Bayshore, and I'm here with my co-host, Mary Jane Brandt. Together, we have over 25 years of experience in career development and coaching. We're thrilled to share our insights and expertise with you on this podcast. So grab your favorite cup of coffee, tune in, and let's start the show. Truth be told, Laura, I already guzzled down my coffee. Oh, and speaking <laughs> of, I know you were talking about your cold brew, and I saw a, a single serve cold brew machine for like $30 on Amazon. And I was going to ask you, that's probably not good, right? Probably won't get it done. I'll send you a link to what I bought to make my cold brew. So I go from making my hot Nespresso coffee to making my cold brew. My vanilla cold brew with vanilla almond milk and a splash of sugar-free vanilla syrup. So it's just as good as Starbucks, but a heck of a lot cheaper. So Laura, what are we talking about today? Well, so we're talking about networking and how nobody has time for it. It's just something that's pointless. No one needs to network, especially if you're not currently work looking for a job and especially if you're a small business owner, because who has time for these things? Um, so yeah. first and foremost, <laughs> you know, we, Mary and I hear this a lot, which is why we wanted to talk specifically about this today. Um, you know, we're here to tell you that that kind of mindset is just simply wrong. And I hate to say that so strongly, but it is. It's just wrong. Um, according to CNBC, about 70% of available jobs are never advertised online and up to 80% are filled through personal and professional connections. And why ding, that's ding, ding. so important to hear is because whether you are actively seeking for a job or just somebody who's open to new opportunities, or whether you're a entrepreneur or small business owner who's looking to land a huge contract, if you're not networking, you're missing out. Yeah, Period. absolutely. I hear that all the time. Well, I have a job. I'm happy. I don't need to network. But what happens in a year or two years when you're like, oh, it's time for me to move on or you get laid off? Look at 2020, right? The whole yeah. world shifted. Careers yes. were ended. Uh, industries were shut down. People rethought their career tra trajectory and like where they wanted to be, right? And so yeah. a lot of people I worked with had very small, limited networks. And so I, you know, this topic is something that is near and dear to me. Yeah. So as you said, Laura, a lot of jobs, they're not even advertised. So how are you going to find out about those unadvertised jobs? If you're not networking, guess what? You're not going to find out about them. So you're missing out on opportunities. A lot of people think networking is pointless, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so how do you network to advance your career? Well, we're going to go over at, over these uh, points that we've uh, written down today so that we stay on track and stay on time. And we want you to know that we're going to go ahead and share our networking tips and advice with you. And some of you like can vouch for me that I am a connector and I am definitely a networker. But I'm also going to share how I didn't network correctly when I first started. Laura, do you want to go ahead and get us started with how to merge online and in-person networking? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so 
this really picked up a lot during obviously COVID at the peak of it, the beginning of it. And I've actually been asked uh, to give presentations on this subject in the various networks that I'm a part of. So what I look at is needing to do a better job of showing up. What I mean by that is a lot of what I've been hearing from the professionals that I work with is that they feel either comfortable connecting online or they feel comfortable connecting in person. And they're waiting for the other one to pick up instead of taking advantage of what's happening right now, moving along with progress and thinking about how can I leverage online with my in-person networking? How can I merge the two together? Because think about, for example, oh, you have to go into another Zoom networking event, right? Because you're part of this organization they're still doing Zoom and you're like, why am I showing up? Well, I agree if when you're showing up to your Zoom networking, you are not engaging, you are sitting at your desk doing other tasks, not being engaged with the conversation that's happening. Okay, so a lot of people will say they want your camera to be on and yes and no, I understand when people need to have their camera off, that makes sense too, but there's other things to take advantage in that setting which is reach out to somebody through chat. I I was always working and building on relationships in the chat box, you know, commenting to someone privately, encouraging them, someone privately, you know, if somebody's up there speaking and they're nervous about it. So there's a lot of things that you can do just within that environment. Or obviously here on LinkedIn, connect with people. That's my favorite thing to do. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. And, you know, um, Mary can share a little bit about that, too. My favorite thing to do on a Zoom meeting or any online summit conference, right, Um, any online meeting, but especially Zoom, is I jump over to LinkedIn and I'll look up someone and I'll, you know, decide, is this someone that I want to connect with? Is it someone I want to add to my professional network? And she does this while she's on the call. Like I have seen her do this. I've seen her do it here. She's very good. (laughs) So I jump in right then while I'm on the call and I say, hey, Laura, I see that we're both in the Phoenix uh, networking Zoom call right now. I jumped over here, checked out your profile, and I'd love to add you to my network. I keep it short, sweet, and simple. I don't overthink it. I do it right then. So I'm not going to forget about it. And because you know, we have this mutual connection. We are both on the same Zoom call. It makes it an easy message to send and it makes it an easy yes for the person to accept. Um, And I think another thing that really comes up and I've been getting this a lot because, okay, so most recently my speaking in person or online events have been all around networking. This is what people are looking for. This is what they need some more advice, some more encouragement, some more help with. And one of the major things I hear about is they don't like the way it feels when they're networking. So how to start an authentic conversation in any networking situation, you know, you control how you show up and how you begin those conversations. Yeah. You know, uh, let's start by 
telling you what you probably already know. It's like, I swear this thing has been around for centuries. People do business and hire people that they know, like, and trust. And that's why networking and referrals are so important for all the professionals. And Lori, you said, you, you said how you show up. I want to back it up even farther. It's your mindset. It's how you think about networking. It's how you think about yourself. So if networking is something you fear, if networking is something that doesn't come natural to you, it really starts with your mindset and how you show up, right? So it starts with your mindset and then how you show up for that networking event, whether it's in person or online. Yeah, I completely agree, Mary. I think, you know, um, first and foremost, I love speaking in front of big groups of people. Like I, I like to be on this stage and it's less intimidating for me than speaking in front of a group of 10 people. That also feeds into networking. Networking is something that even though I run like three chapters and in San Diego, I'm a director of networking groups. I still get really nervous, anxious about it because it's not, um, one-on-one makes me nervous with people that I don't know quite yet. But I'll tell you, finding a way to connect with people authentically and realizing that, hey, this conversation doesn't just have to be about my business has been the best gift that ever happened. So real quickly, I just want to share a story uh, about networking where I got into. So as I just shared, I'm part of a networking group and I'm a director for something called Team Referral Network based here in San Diego. I run three chapters. I participate in my own chapter. So I'm networking all the time. When I first decided I was going to get into networking because I thought it would be great for my business, I went to a mixer where there were two different chapters there. So my mission, back to what Mary said, was I was like, okay, I'm going to pick a chapter tonight. So I'm going to talk with people and see what it, who I connect with. So I ended up in a conversation with two gentlemen who were uh, not in my age group. Okay, we'll just say it like that. So they're not in my age group, but we got into this really great conversation about the Rolling Stones. Um, For those of you who know me or have maybe looked at my profile, I'm obsessed with music. It is what I do. Um, And so we talked about the Rolling Stones and just based off this conversation, I was like, yeah, I could network with these guys. I could meet with them regularly. I like them. So what's funny about this story, first off the age difference in the band that I love, but would you believe the two people I was talking to, one was a financial planner and one was a life insurance agent. Not exactly who you would think of when I begin this story and I'm telling you that we're talking, having in-depth conversation about our love for the Rolling Stones. So showing up authentically makes real connections. And that's what you're trying to do when you're networking. Right, Mary? Right. You want, you want to keep it personal. So I always tell people like when you're going to network, you don't want to go guns blazing, talking about your business. It doesn't have to be business focused. You want to connect with people on a personal level, right? I want to get to know you. Like, what's your favorite coffee? What's your favorite music? And Laura, you did just that. You were being authentically yourself. So one of the things I want to say that you should do 
is what Laura did and be authentically yourself, whether it's the Rolling Stones or for me, my love of country music, right? Um, I was a big San Diego Charger fan. Everybody knew that in in, when I was in San Diego. Sorry, Chargers, no longer a fan. Um, But just be authentically yourself and you will connect and grow your network with like-minded individuals. And that's what you want. So now that we told you a couple things of what works and some stories, we want to dive into five networking don't that things that don't work. Sorry, my cat is moving my microphone. Um, <laughs> well, that also doesn't work. No cats allowed in networking. <laughs> my cat is literally lifting my microphone. Okay. Oh, it's always fun when Brittany joins the show. My cat is kind of famous on LinkedIn Lives and on wait, your Zoom cat's calls. name is Brittany. You know it. I love it. <laughs> That's amazing. Her name okay. is Brittany Grace because all of our animals have middle names. That's oh, I thought story. it was named after Brittany Spears. And I was like, yes. No, no, no. We adopted her and her name was Brittany. Let's take a pause right here to refresh your coffee and hear from our sponsors. Are you an entrepreneur or a small business owner? How are you attracting business? Join San Diego's elite team referral networking group. You will own your spot in one of team's category exclusive chapters. Network with a purpose and receive quality referrals and thrive. Don't hire a sales team. Join one. Call today, 619-731-0395 or visit teamreferralnetwork.com to give your business the boost that it needs. Team, together, everyone achieves more. Whether you're purchasing, refinancing, or just starting to look for your dream home, you need a trusted lender. Island Girl Pam Campbell is here to make your experience smooth and easy. She's approved with over 100 banks, which gives her the ability to provide you with a full range of mortgage products to meet your goals. Pam will walk you through every step, ensuring you understand the process and options to finance your home. Mortgage is made easy. You believe it. Island Girl will achieve it. Visit islandgirl.com, I-L-E-N-D-G-I-R-L.com, NMLS number 293. Let's start with the five networking don'ts. I'm going to, you've got a couple that you're going to share and then I have a couple I'm going to share. Perfect. So I, I was reading this article in Forbes about what holds people back from networking. And Mary and I kind of took a look at this and combined it with our very own experience and insight to create this top five networking don'ts list, because sometimes you want to hear what not to do, right? It gives you more confidence in the things that you should focus on. So first and foremost, you need to be proactive. So don't be a reactor, be proactive. So we wait until we need help for a new job or assistance selling a new product concept or ideas. So this is what Mary was talking about at the beginning of the show. Wait until we have a need and then discover that we no longer have much of a support network. So we haven't reached out to our contacts or nurtured our relationships. And now we feel uncomfortable asking for help. It's going back to that same thing. Look before you need it. Build your networking because I'll just let you guys know I had somebody send me an email uh, through LinkedIn last week, asking me if um, if I knew of anyone who was hiring. I, I don't know this person. We weren't even connections. And I'm thinking, 
what am I supposed to do with this? Right. I mean, of course I know people who are hiring. I think we all know people who are hiring, but there's no information there. I have no relationship with this person. And so I politely put back, no, I'm, I, I don't right now. Sorry. You know, that I directed kind of him. To, yeah. That moves to being transactional, right? Yeah, absolutely. So <clears throat> stop being transactional. People think that when you're networking, you're winning because, oh, somebody bought this product or you're pitching yourself for a job. And that's not what networking is. You need to build relationships to create organic partnerships. You want to find allies and champions. So a strong network supports and advocates for you. It helps you sell your ideas across an organization or to an audience and it promotes you for new opportunities. So once you make connections and offer help other offer to help others achieve their goals, your contact, contacts will respond in kind when you have a need. So thinking about making this a real reciprocal relationship and I always think the person that you're partnering with to build your relationship, you're not selling to them. You're not if something comes from that great, but what you're trying to do is help them see how they can help you and encourage them to show you how you can help them. And that's what real networking is. Amen. I'm giving you a high five right now. I know you can't see well, it, but you. my hand is up. Okay, so I'm going to uh, share two more what not to do. It's probably going to be like all put together. You know, but the <laughs> number one thing is not setting goals for your networking efforts, right? How can you achieve? what you you know what you set out to do for networking if you don't have any goals so how do you set up networking goals and still be your authentic self you know you're looking for the balance of demonstrating your value like what you bring to the table how awesome you are and building real connections that will aid you in attaining your goals so oh i'm going to share some stories but take this down be deliberate deliberate about what organizations and events you attend to help you connect with potential contacts and then take action. So yeah. I'm all about being strategic with your networking and I'm gonna share a couple of stories with you. And when I first started my business, I did it all wrong. I went to every networking event in San Diego. I was exhausted. I felt like I had a permanent smile on my face. I felt like <laughs> I was saying the same thing every time I met someone. Oh yeah. Giving them my elevator pitch. Ooh, I hate that. I passed out cards to everybody at every, every single event. I thought the purpose of networking, right, was to get new clients. And I went about it all wrong. I shifted all of that and I came up with my own strategy, which works well. And especially this works great if you're an introvert or you don't like to network. So um, we just had our LinkedIn local event in Phoenix in Scottsdale last week. And I met, um, you know, we had 60 people there and I had this woman walk up to me. She has a, she has a great business. She doesn't really like to network. It's overwhelming to her. And I shared this method with her and she's like, I can do that. So here's a method. It's the power of three meaningful connections when you attend an online or in-person networking event. You want to meet someone who can introduce you to someone or an organization that you wanna get in front of. So I wanna get in front of more colleges here locally so I can teach those graduates how to use LinkedIn, right? Mm -hmm. So I wanna yeah. meet someone there. So be 
Be intentional before you go to the networking event. Who do you want to meet? Who's on the guest list, if you can see that? Uh, connection number two, someone that you might collaborate with. Maybe you'll be a guest on their podcast. Maybe you'll write a book. Maybe you'll write a blog together. Maybe you'll create an event together. But somebody that you can collaborate or partner up with. And number three, someone who might be an, a potential client or a referral business or partner. Notice that I didn't say walk into a networking event and find 10 new clients or five new positions. Right. I tell my clients to build a strong and strategic network. And that might be 2,000 people or 10,000 people. But what I do tell every single one of them, always be networking, always be growing your network. 2020 proved to us that we need to always be networking. You need to have a strong and strategic network before you need it. Right? You got that. Absolutely. Oh, I'm, I'm a little passionate about the power of three. Yeah, I love it. I do your power like of three without even knowing it. So yes, I 100% concur. Amazing. Good tip. I love it. Um, <laughs> the, the other, um, you know, tip that I want to share is, you know, people like Mary, I'm running a business, you know, I'm working, I'm looking for a job. I don't have time to network. Well, I'm mm -hmm. going to say you don't have time not to network because of everything I just said, but there is no excuse that there's no time to network, you know, because you can do it online, right? Um, my answer is to schedule time on your weekly calendar for a coffee or lunch, and then reach out, reach out to the people that you meet during the workday. Now, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take it down because we are all busy, right? We have lives, we have businesses, family, whatever it is, we're all busy, that is your excuse. So, you want to get in shape, you make time for the gym. You want to grow your network, you make time for networking. You want to learn to bake, you take a baking class. My point is we all have the same number of hours in the day. It's how we manage those and how we set our goals. So I can't possibly go to lunch or coffee with all the people that hit me up on LinkedIn. But what I do is I have two lunch meetings or two coffee dates a month in person. So at least two in person. And then I probably do two to four Zoom coffee meetings. And those are time controlled. And what I mean by that is I set a time. If it's a get to know you call, you get me for 20 minutes. Yep. If that goes well, we can set another one up. So set Love your it. boundaries. You're going yeah. to lunch. You know what? I, I block off two hours because I live on the west side. Everything takes me forever to get to. So, you know, it's a 20 to 30 minute drive right? And an hour for lunch. You can eat and talk in an hour and you have to eat every day. And it's good to see people, right? If you're all working from home and stuff. That's so true. just make time. And then there's nighttime events, the chambers, LinkedIn locals, you know, if you're in the Arizona area, hit me up. Um, our next one's in October, but there's all kinds of networking events. But here's my piece of advice. Don't join all kinds of networking events. No, you I, spread I yourself believe, thin. Yeah, and I and network organizations is what I meant to say. You don't need to belong to five networking organizations to grow your network and be successful in your career or your business. I believe that you need one to two really great networking organizations yep. that align with your values and that can help you grow your business or your career. And exactly. that might be a chamber. I don't have a chamber here that I think is the right one yet. 
Yeah, I just found my chamber. I just found my chamber in February. Um, And it's because I knew what I was looking for at that point. And already it's been an amazing experience, you know, Um, but it's also somewhere where I can make an impact. So I'm part of their economic and advisory council for North County. And I also am someone who helps out with their operations connect where once a month I go in and help transitioning veterans get themselves prepared with honest conversations and help on getting into the workforce and being treated with the respect that they deserve. So, um, but that took me a long time to find to Mary's point. I did not just go and sign up for one. I took my time, found one that was going to work. And so it's a good experience, but yeah, I would not have to learn to say no. Yeah. (laughs) You have to learn to say no. So I joined two here when I moved here in 2020, we moved it in the middle of the pandemic, hard to meet people, hard to grow your network. Neither of them are the right fit. So one was like, $120 for the year. And um, it just wasn't the right fit. So I didn't renew. I joined, I I tested another one, not the right fit and feel. I did join one a few months ago. And why I think it's good, their timing of when they meet is conflicts with a contract I have. Um, So I'm still looking to find that amazing networking group here, which I'm sure it'll come. So this week, it's how to use LinkedIn to build real connections. LinkedIn is a great way to find and connect with your potential career alley, but don't get lazy. Send a message with each connection request. Did you know that those connection requests that have a personal note have a 53% higher chance of being accepted? Why would you go to all that work sending out connection requests if you're not going to put in the note and they're not going to get accepted? And don't, please, for the love of God, do not use these standards. We have mutual connections, blah, blah, blah. I won't accept those. And most people won't these days. Do the research and send an authentic message about why you want to connect. And you guys, doesn't have to be long. Keep it short, sweet, and simple. Something like, hey, Kim, I saw you on the audio event. I'd love to add you to my network, right? Or, hey, Shirley, I love adding savvy businesswomen to my network. Can we get connected? I literally keep it very short and sweet. I also, if it's someone that I'm like, hmm, I kind of look at the profile and see if there's something that I can mention in their profile or their content. You can also comment on their content to start the conversation over in the commenting and then drop them the connection request because your name and title will be top of mind to them. If you enjoyed the podcast, show us some love please rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast. And if you have any feedback, go ahead and share that with us too because we want to hear from you. And don't forget to visit our website, Redefine Your Career Journey, so it can help you take the next step in your career. Woohoo! We'll see you next week with another episode to help you redefine your career journey. Until then, stay focused, stay motivated, and stay caffeinated.